Hey guys, it's Brianna, and I am joined by my friend and co-host, Christina. Hi, everyone. And you are listening to Oh Brother, your favorite Big Brother podcast. Listen as we discuss all of the alliances, backdoors, and twists you love to watch. Christina, it has been the craziest week ever. Before we jump into Sunday night's episode, which feels like it was... 11 years ago. Going into this week, before anything happened, before triple eviction, all this stuff, what was your like one hope that was going to happen? Like one person you wanted to get power or one person you wanted to see evicted? Like what was your one wish for this like triple eviction slash twist week we had? I mean, I really just wanted someone in power that wasn't in that alliance or someone that was going to do like make a big move like not just do something predictable like Cody has been doing and I really hearing Enzo say that he wanted to make moves I kind of wanted to see him in power same you wanted to see him or even David because Kevin I feel like would just put Cody and maybe Nicole or something but I want to see like him or David or just someone who wouldn't have done something that we would have already known who they put up. Right. So I'm going to switch things up. I think that's what everybody has been waiting for yeah. this season. Um, I would say that my one like wish or like hope during this week, I'm sure you can guess what I'm going to say, but I was very much hoping that Memphis was going to leave us this week. <laughs> Unfortunately I- for me, it went completely backwards from what I hoped for, which honestly is pretty uh pretty telling of this season i feel like nothing has gone the way i've wanted it to but yeah my one hope was that good old boy memphis was gonna be evicted but yeah i didn't get my wish i mean if this were like weeks and weeks ago i would have hoped he got evicted but i feel like he just hasn't been doing anything really yeah so like i don't really care if he stays or goes at this point it's only like if he gets in power you know what he's gonna do yeah but he just, like i don't know i just hate memphis and i feel like at this point, like he's in such a good spot now. Yeah. That there's a good chance he could make it to final two, and I'll be really pissed off if that happens. I get that. Okay. Now that we've aired our grievances, we can move on and talk about Sunday's episode. Um, yes. Again, this feels like it was so long ago, but it the does. episode starts out with Nicole and Danny basically lying to each other about mm-hmm. voting to keep Devon, even though they both know the other person did it. And I thought that was weird because initially when I saw that they both voted to keep Devon, I thought it was like a plan they had made because we had yeah. that like weird blackout on feeds. But then when they both talked about it, neither of them knew. I think it was kind of like an unspoken kind of thing, but they don't communicate very well sometimes. So I think it was kind of like... I think they're going to do it, so I'm going to do it in a way. They also did want to stay, so I just – it was confusing. Yeah, it was confusing, just especially because they lied to each other about it. I was like, okay, why wouldn't you just – I'm not shocked that Danny would lie about it. Right. I'm shocked a little that Nicole didn't say anything, but I think it's because, like Nicole's been saying, she's trusting – she was trusting Danny less and less, Mm -hmm. and she didn't want to go along with it. So I think that's why she didn't tell her, because she thought, oh, there is a possibility of her saying something to someone and – I think it was smart for Nicole not to say anything. Yeah, definitely. 
especially knowing how this week worked out. Surprisingly, we got we had another power used. So mm-hmm. Danny did eventually decide to use her replay power on Memphis, but it was such a weird situation because Danny had already told Cody, Nicole, and Devon about her power. We don't know who Devon told. We don't know who Nicole told. We don't know who Cody told. So at this point, it's like half the house probably knew she had a power already. Yeah. So she's thinking, okay, I don't want to use this power on myself, but it's going to expire if I don't use it this week. And maybe I can gain like some trust or some kind of um, something from her alliance to show that she was on their side. And so she goes to talk to Memphis and it was the weirdest conversation because the entire time she was almost giving him the opportunity to say, I don't want you to use it on me. Yeah. He didn't want her to use it on him, but he didn't say anything. I think he just didn't want to ruffle feathers because he's in, like you said, he's in a good spot in the game. So I think no matter what, he's kind of like, I'm just going to go with whatever people are saying, unless it directly affects my game. And I think using the power or not, it kind of didn't really affect anything. Like, no one cared. It's not like he was pulling a David and was lying and saying all this and causing stuff about it. But I think Danny thinks when she went to talk to Memphis in that situation, I got the impression that she was trying to make it seem like, oh, I'm doing you a favor. Yeah. But at the same time, he's like, I don't care. Mm -hmm. You know? And I think she thinks of these things that don't really affect the game. I mean, they could if it were like less people. Yeah. There were more people on the other side. But I think she thinks that she's making these huge game moves and everyone's like, what? Yeah, I think that if she presented it a little bit differently. Yeah. And instead of was like, oh, I'm going to give you this thing. So like, hopefully you're nice to me. Mm-hmm. She should have been like, I will give you this opportunity if you promise me X, Y, and Z. But yeah, it was just weird. It was just kind of like a funny scene to watch because she's telling Memphis she has this power that she doesn't really want to use, but she's willing to use it on him. In the DR, she's saying, I don't want to use my power. And then Memphis is saying like, oh yeah, thanks. Sure, I'll do it. And then in the DR, he's saying, I don't want her to use this power. So neither of them wanted to use the power and they ended up using it. It was Yeah, it was so weird because... Danny was even telling Nicole, I think it was just Nicole, how I don't want to use my power. I don't want to use this. I don't use this. And then she went to Memphis making it seem like, oh, you should be thanking me. Right. She's like, I want them to think I'm doing everything for this alliance. When she's already telling people, kind of showing her cards that she doesn't want to ruffle any feathers or, or take risks for the alliance. So I think it's funny how, or I think it's dumb how she's one second showing her cards that she doesn't want to take a risk to the alliance and then trying to get something out of it as if she's doing everything to help them. Yeah, she thinks she's masterminding. Yeah. So she decides to use her power on Memphis. So he gets to play another HOH. Obviously, he know we know he doesn't win, um, but the competition is that putt-putt comp. And because of the BB neighbor twist, which I have to say was – they topped that twist up for two weeks and it was the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. He wasn't like even there. Yeah. He, he didn't show up. I was like, okay, so you did some pre-recorded segments with him to play on the TV like once. Yeah. Like, he was supposed, they talked it up like he was going to interrupt like every episode yeah. and like, and, like there was going to be the these, ma- like, yeah, these like major temptations and I'm like, okay, like 5k here, 10k He's basically there. like a host. Yeah. It was Not just even. weird. 
But the twist during this putt-putt comp was that you could go for money or power and you could go for $10,000, but if multiple people got the same score or if multiple people got the highest score, they would have to split the money. And in terms of like the HOH itself, Kevin and David surprisingly were both so close. Kevin mm-hmm. kind of screwed himself because I think he got a pretty high score and then he ended up he trying did. again and he went out of bounds. And at first I was like, oh, what an idiot. But it actually was kind of smart because if he had just stuck with his five, Cody got a two anyways. So it was smart for him to go again. Obviously he didn't know that, but yeah, it was smart for him to, I guess, give it another shot. Obviously he got disqualified because it went out of bounds, but he wouldn't have won with the five anyways. Um, and then David got pretty close as well, but obviously we know Cody won it with a score of two, which was a little bit sad because yeah. I'm sick of Cody getting power. Oh my God, same. Like, I love Cody. Don't get me wrong. I'd like to see him win. But, like, during this season, he just plays this too safe of a game, mm-hmm. which I get. It gets you to the end. I understand that. But it's not fun to watch. It's not good TV, yeah. Not at all. And I'm like, okay, he's going to put Kevin and David, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like... And I hate in the edit when they edit it and, like, have DR sessions that make it seem like, ooh, he could backdoor Christmas. Ooh, he could nominate. And I'm like, no. Yeah, we all know you're that. just doing that for drama. He's definitely just going to nominate David and Kevin and have a boring-ass week. For real. Oh, also Danny and Tyler end up having to split the 10K because they both got a score of three. I thought it was so dumb. Sorry to interrupt. I thought it was so dumb when people like Memphis, for example, he was like, I'm not going to go for the money because I don't want to have to lie about it. or I don't want that thing on my back. Like, I don't want people to target me. I'm like, are you for real? Yeah, I feel like people getting pissed about the money makes no sense because you're literally there to win half a million dollars. Only one person is going to win it. So the odds of you actually winning the final prize are so slim. So if you can go for a prize, especially with this one being anonymous, go for it. No one's going to know you like the money. Everybody knows you don't need the veto. So like, or head of household, whatever the comp was. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, if you don't need it, go for the money. Like, why exactly. not? Like, you, you like throwing the competition makes you seem more suspicious in my head like yeah. you know yeah it is weird it's just like odd to me same um right before the nominations we see a conversation between enzo and cody and enzo basically outs the wise guys scheme that memphis yeah. created to cody which i was not surprised about at all but the weird thing to me was that their conclusion from this was not ooh, Memphis is a snake, their conclusion was, we have to target Christmas. And I hate Christmas, but that's so backwards. Like, why? She She's not aware. I think it's because they know that Memphis is kind of like a go-with-the-flow kind of thing. So no matter who goes home, he's going to work with the other. The other that yeah, stays. that's true. So I think they're like, if we eliminate everybody else that he can't work with, he'll just come to us like he has been. Yeah, I get that. He did just... it with Janelle and Kaser. He did it with other people you know what I mean yeah that's true but I was just like really guys of course you're gonna target the one woman yeah even though she literally didn't do anything like this is the one time Christmas is innocent and you're like oh we gotta target her right like really so like we've been saying predictable last week he nominates David and Kevin and literally no one is surprised nope 
Um, going into Wednesday's episode, we're kind of seeing a little bit more of this Nicole and Danny distancing themselves from each other. Nicole is saying how she doesn't really want to work with Danny too closely anymore because she's not really sure where her head's at. She feels like she's been doing a lot of shit around the house that Nicole doesn't agree with. So there, this is where we see like some cracks start to form in their little duo. Yeah. And I think that it probably had something to do with um, the way this week panned out and like not to skip ahead or anything, but it was very smart of Nicole. And I think it was last week to have that conversation that she had with Christmas Mm -hmm. about not trusting Danny and how Danny was coming after Christmas and all that stuff. I literally told my mom, I said, I think that was very smart on Nicole's game. Yeah, it was a risky move. Very smart. And knowing how this week pans out and that Danny is the one to go, it kind of secured Nicole's spot in the final six. So she was pretty smart to do that. A little bit. I mean, we saw how Christmas voted. So Mm -hmm. not to jump ahead. So we'll get get to that. Oh, we forgot to talk about, going back a little bit, Kevin's talk with Cody. Oh, yeah. Did we talk about that last week? I'm getting everything so confused. It was before nominations, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was on Sunday, wasn't it? I just thought it was very, it was a weird way to go up to Cody and be like kind of threatening him. Like, you're not going to get my vote, blah, 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 blah. And it was, it was very, very uncomfortable. You're basically calling Cody out and calling him like a narcissist. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's one way to get yourself evicted. <laughs> I mean, I love to see it because I think Cody needed to be called out. And I also, I kind of get why Kevin did it. Like, was it probably the smartest thing for his game? No, but um, at the same time, when you feel like you're backed into a corner and you're probably going to be nominated anyways, you kind of see the writing on the wall. You're like, okay, which feathers can I ruffle? Or like, what can I poke at that maybe would somehow help me? Like, I think he was just thinking like, Maybe if I can spin this in some way and like freak Cody out that if he puts me up, like he's going to lose a jury vote, then maybe it will somehow help my game in the long run. Maybe not the best decision. I don't get the vibe that Cody's like, oh, this game's all about me. I get it that he keeps winning and it's kind of like, okay, he keeps putting Kevin up. He keeps putting the same people up. But that is smart for his game. You have to think of it this way. If you're in Cody's spot, you'd probably do the same thing Mm -hmm. up to a certain point until you had to make a big move. But, like, I don't think Cody's acting like, oh, this game's about me, this game's about me. But granted, we aren't in the house. We don't know. I also think Kevin was more saying that, like, don't play the victim. Not so much, like, oh, the yeah. world revolves around you comment. But he he was basically saying, like, because he went up to Cody and was basically trying to find out, like, what nominations were going to be and all this stuff. And Cody was like, well, I'm in such a tough spot. And that's when... I don't think he was making it like victim. I think he was trying to tell Kevin, like, in a way to tell you it's you, it is a tough decision, but you're one of the people I don't really work with. Yeah, he was trying to, like, say it in a roundabout way. Um, But I do feel like the entire committee has kind of played the victim all season. Like, they're constantly putting people up and then saying how terrible they feel and how, how this game is so tough and, like, you have to nominate people and, like, everybody's friends and all this kumbaya shit and i'm like can we just stop with the theatrics like put your big girl pants on yeah put your big boy pants on 
I get And just that. suck it up. Like, I get it. You're trying to like manage the jury or whatever. And you feel like if you say it's a tough decision, they'll think you didn't want to nominate them or something. But like when you're in Kevin's position and you've been on the block five times in a row. It gets to a certain point where it's like, all right, yeah. How bad do you really feel if you keep doing it? Yeah. Like he's, he's at this point where it's like, He's not feeling the sympathy anymore because it's happened so many times. And also he should be the one who's like, I'm in such a tough spot because he's been on the block five times. Five times. You're <laughs> HOH. Like, don't sit here and say, I think that You're was his big here pretty thing. In a robe. Yeah. He's like, don't say, sit here in your great room with your, letter from home and all this shit and tell me that you're in a tough spot. Like you are yeah. in a tough spot in some ways, but at the end of the day, you're not on the block. Yeah. It doesn't compare to being on the block. And I think that was more so what he was trying to get at. Like he was just frustrated with the fact that he's been on the block so many times. Yeah. While we're on the topic of Kevin, he brings up to David the little conversation they had outside about his background. And he was talking about how He's half black and half Japanese. And I knew that Kevin was half black because I'd seen some conversations in the past where he said that, but I didn't know he was half Japanese. And I feel like that's a really cool like background and like yeah. such a cool combination of different cultures. So I, thought I think it nice is too. To learn that. It did feel like, and I don't know if it was just the way it was edited or what, but David seemed a little dismissive of him during that conversation. I don't know. It was just like such a weird mellow combo and i get why they included it because they are trying to include more of this real life stuff and it was an important moment but it seemed like david was like didn't know what to say almost or something it was just kind of awkward yeah i mean i think it was definitely the way they edited it but maybe david didn't know what to say yeah but either way i think it's awesome that cbs is including all of these talks and I just, I like it. I think it's awesome. I think you should do it for future seasons. Yeah, definitely. Especially, and again, I'm kind of jumping ahead here, but especially seeing Kevin's reaction when Julie told him that they aired that conversation. Cause obviously he didn't, he doesn't know what makes it on the air. And during his exit interview, she told him that that like conversation made it on the air and he got very emotional and he was very excited. So I was happy to see that. Yeah. Moving along to the power of veto, the players were Kevin and David, obviously the two noms, the HOH Cody, and then Nicole, Tyler, and by way of house guest choice, we got Enzo. David chose Mm -hmm. him. Um, I was surprised Kevin did not get house guest choice yet again because he's gotten it so many times this season. And then right before we get to Otev, Christmas has a little dramatic moment. Mm -hmm. She says, and I quote, call me if I'm the replacement nom. If not, call me on Thursday. Yeah. And I'm like, you're a fucking drama queen. She goes into her little room and like slams the door and all the guys have to come in and comfort her because she didn't get picked for a fucking veto. I get it. You want to get like her little agitation, but to act like that, it's like, come on. You're not a child. You need to control your emotions. Please don't have a hissy fit in front of everyone. Like I get being upset, but you don't need to make like a big to do about it. Not always about you, Christmas. I was hoping that by some miracle she wouldn't get picked for either of the vetoes in the um <laughs> in the triple eviction, just because mm-hmm. I was like, that would be. So I just funny. want to see what, how she reacts. <laughs> yeah, she'd get so pissed, but of course, that didn't happen. And the veto comp was Otev, and I have to say, at first when they showed the Otev competition, <laughs> I was like, 
this is the weirdest otav they've ever done because usually it's like some kind of swamp or water or like molasses or some kind of goo or something they have to like trudge through yeah and i was like okay they're doing floaties instead i get it because honestly think it's because they were had that triple eviction coming up and they were like we don't want to have to clean it all up yeah i think yeah i agree it definitely had to do with like setup and breakdown of i think also like the sanitation going on oh that's i think that's why this season they haven't had a lot of that sludge and stuff Mm -hmm. but um yeah. But I did like this Otev. It was like a fun. I thought it was very refreshing. It was really cool. Yeah, it gave it gave brought a little light to the to the season. I think. I think Tyler was a big fan that. of him. Oh yeah, Tyler. <laughs> the twist for this comp was that there were some ten thousand dollar prize T shirts mixed in, mm-hmm. and if you select or you get one of those and you get up the ramp um you get to take home ten thousand dollars but you also get eliminated from the competition so that's like a little bit of um a temptation i guess and the first one out is actually david because he decides (laughs) to take the ten thousand dollars now there's a lot of there's different sides to this i think but christina what did you think about david taking the money if it were me and i were in david's spot I mean, let's be honest, it wasn't really in his favor to win. Like, not, not against Ga- Day saying David can't win comps. It's just he doesn't have a record for winning comps. Yeah. Everybody else in that competition, a lot of them were very fast and very good. And they've been winning multiple, multiple comps. So if I were David, I would have felt, yeah, maybe I might as well go for the money. Yeah. But at the same time, I do get why other house guests would be like, not going after him for it, but be kind of like, you're on the block and you're clearly not going after the veto. Like, why? I understand both sides, but if I were David, I probably would have thought about it a little longer because mm-hmm. you knew there were going to be prizes and you knew, pro- but I mean, I do understand where David was coming from, but I think that just shows like he has been making decisions like that on a whim throughout this game. Yeah. So I think I'm not shocked that he did it. But I do understand both sides. Yeah, I have to agree with you. And I think that hearing the context of it too yeah. kind of gives a little bit more of an explanation because he it was him and Cody left at the end of this first like section of the competition, the first question they had. And he looked over at Cody and he realized that like, he, I don't even think knew what the answer was at this point. He was struggling to find whatever shirt it was. I don't think he was positive he had the correct answer. And he was like, listen, if in the first round, I'm the last one here, one of the last ones here looking, I'm going to be eliminated right now anyways. So if I can get eliminated with a little bit of cash, then I might as well. And then I'll explain it to the house guests later. And I do think he probably, he did a fairly good job explaining it to them that way. And also telling them that he's actually donating the money, which I think probably got him a little bit more or Mm. a little bit less of a target on his back by saying that. But yeah, it is it is very risky. A being yes. a rookie taking the money, B being on the block taking the money, especially because Cody, I think, later talked to him and was like, dude, um, you took the money and you're not safe. You're on the block. Like you can't do that. Cause now people think that you think you're safe and people don't yeah, like it. Then when they you speculate think you're safe, like so. is there something I should know? Right. What kind of deals does this guy have? So it was a risky move, but we know that it was a smart one because David did not last. And at least he's got 10K minus taxes <laughs> in his pocket. 
the next person out was Tyler. And this made me laugh because they're all like going up the ramp, whatever. And then Tyler's the last one. And he comes up the ramp with an inflatable cow. I was was sitting there with my mom. I go, is there like a prize on there? Did he forget that David got the prize? I'm sitting here like, what does the cow mean? Is it like a power or no slop? Like, what is that? I was like, what is going on here? (laughs) And then he goes, well, I got out, but at least I rescued this cow. I'm going to name her Mulan. And yeah, it was was the dumbest joke I've ever heard, but I laughed. So I just think it's because it's Tyler and he doesn't make a lot of jokes like that. Yeah. I think it was super funny to have him like, like Tyler honestly has not bothered me this season, really. And I don't mind. I wouldn't mind seeing him win, but. Yeah, he's on my list of, like, if he wins, I won't be upset, but I also won't be excited. Like, I'll just be kind of like, okay. It still rubs me the wrong way that he tried to self-evict that week. Yeah. So that I think that he was just in his feels and he was just getting bothered by stuff. But I think yeah. he came around pretty fast after. Yeah. So I did think that was a little funny moment, though. In the next round, it comes down to Kevin and Cody, and they were literally so close. I felt so bad for Kevin because mm-hmm. he's in there fighting for his life. And, of course, Cody just edges him out. And then Nicole gets eliminated in the next one, and she's up against Cody. Enzo has already made it up to the top, and I thought Enzo might win this comp because he was doing well. I was hoping Enzo won mm-hmm. so bad. Like, I like Enzo this season. Yeah, Enzo's Enzo's uh, definitely entertaining, and I think he's in a good place right now. Mm-hmm. But I was dying laughing at Nicole trying to get up that ramp. I was laughing too, like the little the noises they edited. Yeah, the just... sound effects, like the little scurrying noises and stuff. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. I think it's just her character too. It's like it's funny. I did feel I did feel a little bit bad for her though, because you could tell that like. She just did not physically have enough arm strength to get herself up. And yeah. then every time she would try, she would tire herself out more. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately for her, that meant that Cody had more time to look. He found the shirt and he scooted on by her. And then she couldn't even get up the ramp to finish that part of the comp. So they had to pull her up by the rope. That was so funny, though. <laughs> and then, of course, Cody ends up winning against Enzo in the very last round. And I can't say that I'm surprised, but Cody decides not to use the veto, even though they're all talking about making big yeah. moves. Lame. Yeah. I was hoping Enzo won, but whatever. Me too. And I don't necessarily think Enzo would have used the veto. He did want, he was talking crazy about wanting to do a backdoor or something. And I don't know, maybe he would have used it, but I could see Cody as the HOH convincing Trying to be like, not yeah, no. to. And Enzo being like, okay, since you're the HOH, it's whatever you want. Yeah. So. But who knows? We'll never know because it didn't happen. Exactly. And then we got to Thursday night's triple eviction. I will say I got my hopes up for this. I was like very excited that we were going to get some drama and it was going to be like this awesome turn in the season where something was going to happen to flip the tables, flip the script. So I was very excited going into this episode. Yes. At the beginning, we see that the BB neighbor interrupts the house and he kind of talks for a little bit. I think it was a quick clip they got to watch, maybe like a two minute clip or so. And he made a mention of thinking three moves ahead, which I thought was so dumb Mm -hmm. because the house guests got an idea that there might be a triple eviction coming, which was very lame. Uh, that was lame. 
Think of Julie's video with the screen in the background. Oh, I know. We're going to get to that. I was so pissed off. Same. But I think like them giving the little, the hint from Will was ambiguous enough that by the time they got to the HOH competition after Julie broke the news to them that it was double eviction night, by the time they got to the HOH, I think because it was a questions comp about Will, they could kind of chalk up the three moves ahead thing Mm -hmm. to like him just throwing them for a loop for a question. Yeah. So it, it wasn't as much of a a tell or like a giveaway as I thought it was at first. Yeah. So they kind of redeemed themselves there before, but before I jump too far ahead, we have to talk about Kevin being evicted. It was yes. a unanimous decision. I can't say that I'm surprised wow. and I love that he didn't hug anyone right on the way out because he was like, he was very polite about it and classy about it to the house guests. He was like, let's hug on finale night when it's happy hugs. Like he didn't, he wasn't rude or anything, but he was basically like, listen, I just kind of want to go. And well, once I have time to like process everything, we can, we can hug on finale night. Yeah. So, but then when he got out to Julie, Julie was like, why didn't you hug anyone? And Kevin was like, Julie, that's all fake stuff. <laughs> so I, I thought it was funny. I love him. Very funny. RIP to Kevin. He brought a little bit of fun and light to the season. And now he is off to the Jerry house, but he was very excited to see Davon. So at least he gets that. Yes. Then we get to the It's All About Will HOH. And they have Dr. Will's face plastered all around the backyard. And yet he still doesn't make another appearance. They only showed him on the freaking TV screen. And unfortunately, Memphis wins it. I can't say I'm surprised though, because no. he seems to be very good at these true false yes. and like these question comps. Mm-hmm. And so Memphis wins it and he decides to nominate Nicole and David. Mm-hmm. And now going into this, I, I was thinking two things. I was thinking either A, he's really just wanting to get David out like he's been saying. And I felt like that was the most... Um, probable scenario but the Mm. other thought i had was maybe there's a chance that he's trying to secretly get nicole out and i guess the other option was um him wanting to execute some kind of major backdoor on someone but in the back of my mind i always kind of thought that david was his target going into this yeah um, then we get to the veto competition, and it's the ice in your veins balance beam comp with the puzzle. And um, Enzo and Cody don't get picked for veto, so everyone else plays. And we know that Christmas wins it and doesn't use the veto, but Nicole came very close. Unfortunately for her, she um, kind of flipped two of the puzzle pieces the wrong way so they're in the right spot they were just upside down yeah so nicole's um, puzzle unfortunately was not correct so she did not get the veto and christmas ended up getting it i thought it was very telling that when christmas went inside she asked to speak with both nicole and memphis but didn't even give david the time of day like i think they both knew that she wasn't going to use it on him but at the same time like i kind of felt bad for him that nobody, everybody kind of avoided He's just not him. included. I feel like that's how he's been feeling the entire game. Mm-hmm. And I felt bad. And I think that's yeah, so- why he was like, I might as well get the money. Everyone's secluding me. I have no chance of winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he saw, I think he saw it, like the writing on the wall at that point. It reminds me of how like they, like in previous seasons, how remember when they left Nicole out 
of the room. Oh, yeah, yeah. It reminds yeah. me of, like, that, and it made me so, like, oh. Yeah, poor kid. I was like, somebody at least talk to him. Give him a hug or something. Like, at least give him a heads up that he's about to go home. Like, I'm sure he knows, but at least be nice to the guy. Yeah. So we know Christmas doesn't use the veto, and again, it's a unanimous vote to evict David. Wait, was it? No, it wasn't. What? No, Christmas voted Nicole, remember? Uh, yes. Christmas and- Christmas uh, and Tyler. Yes. So for a split second there, I thought there was a chance that they were actually going to send Nicole out, and I got very excited. But of course, Cody, Danny, and Enzo were not on board for that plan, and I think- Enzo would have been the only chance for David to be saved because I don't think Cody or Danny would have voted to evict Nicole. Yeah, I don't either. Um, and I still can't tell whether or not it was Memphis's plan to get David out. It seemed like it was, but at the same time, why would Christmas vote to – because Christmas talked to Memphis before, so why would she try to vote Nicole out? I thought that was kind of weird, but – Tyler and Christmas both chalked it up to being confused. I honestly think that Christmas just likes to ruffle feathers. Yeah, I have a feeling that Tyler and Christmas maybe had a conversation we didn't see during the commercial break. And they were like, if we vote to evict Nicole, maybe one other person will also do it to try to save David. And then she'll actually go. Yeah. I don't know what the plan was there, but it was really weird. But right before the voting happens, we get probably the worst live TV fail in Big Brother history. Mm -hmm. And it was that in the background on the walls of the like set where Julie is, they have the big triple eviction scrolling across in the background. And somehow when Julie was standing there, they didn't switch the background yeah, or they didn't do a tight enough shot or something. And both Cody and Christmas caught a glimpse of it. And then basically the whole house knew that it was a triple eviction and it was right after julie said let's keep it a secret a little while longer so their plan was to keep it a secret and blindside them and then of course they fucked it up i was so excited to see the looks on their faces when they found out from julie that it was a triple eviction and they screwed it up right I was like really it's our one chance our one chance to see them get blindsided and you guys screwed it up exactly oh dumb rude can we talk about Memphis's comment after David got evicted? When he what did he like, say? He said, I've been trying to get that guy out since week two or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, chill, dude. Like, I get it, but If your one goal is to get out David, like... How high really? is private? Yeah, like, I really don't think you're doing too, that much. I'm just not a fan of Memphis. I also thought it was so sad that... Julie had to like coax David out from between the two doors because he was in there like probably crying. She was like, I think the reason that you took a little while to come out was because you were collecting your emotions. Is that correct? Yeah. And he was like, yeah. I was like, oh, this poor guy. I mean, I'm proud of him for making it as far as he did, especially because like he said, it's definitely leaps and bounds from where he came his first season um, and being banished, but mm -hmm. it was still so very sad. Yeah. Poor guy. Rip. R.I.P. David, another one bites the dust. And then we get to the third HOH comp after Julie indeed confirms that it is a triple eviction, mm -hmm. and obviously they already knew because they screwed that up. And we get... 
another question comp and Tyler ends up winning it. I wasn't too upset with the fact that Tyler won it. Yeah. Um, just because I felt like he would probably go after someone in the committee. He said earlier in the episode that he was planning on targeting Danny and looks like that's what he did. Um, he decides to nominate Danny and Nicole. And I didn't really like that this comp, they, they repeated these comps. Like I get why they had to, but the competitions were too similar for me. Like, yeah, I feel like there, there must've been a way they could have switched it up just a slightly mo- more to make them a little bit more different. I don't know. Like the, the HOH comp was another true false one um and then the balance beam thing was basically the exact same comp but instead of going to one side and unscrambling the puzzle it was going across the beams and bringing the puzzle back one at a time which obviously is more difficult because then you have the chance of falling off but i don't know how i felt about them doing the same comps and i get that it's a has to do with COVID and B has to do with the fact that it was a triple eviction, which they've never done before. Mm-hmm. So they didn't really have time to set up different comps every time, but I felt like they could have done something more to switch it up. I don't know. Yeah, no, I get that. I definitely get that. And then of course we know that Tyler wins veto as well and decides not to use it. He hears pleas from both Danny and Nicole, but it's pretty clear that he's just going to stick with his nominations. Oh my God. I feel like I'm jumping around a lot, but <laughs> During the veto, I like felt really bad, but at the same time, it was so funny how terrible Nicole's fall was. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because Christmas tripped off her beam too, but she like stayed on her feet. I saw it like in the corner. Yeah. Like at first, like it wasn't, the camera wasn't on her. I think it was on like Tyler, like flying mm-hmm. up and down the beams. And then I just see someone on the ground and I go, I bet that's Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then all of a sudden Nicole face plants and I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh, girl. Like, and I think it was because she was pressured by the fact that Tyler was going so fast and she started getting confident that she was like managing the beam well. So she started going faster mm-hmm. and then she legit face planted. I was like, yikes. Right. Ouch. And it has to feel especially terrible knowing that your life is on the line. We get to the eviction, and it is indeed a unanimous vote to evict Danny. And in her little speech, she kind of calls out Christmas and Tyler. I think it was, I think she knew she was going home, and that was her kind of last ditch effort. And I think it was kind of smart, to be honest, um, to say that you have clear targets, especially when they're clear targets within your alliance, because people want to keep someone around who's going to take shots that they don't want to have to take. Yeah, exactly. So I thought that was pretty smart of her. What did you think? I did too. Honestly, I I have to agree. Especially calling out Christmas because I feel like Christmas isn't a lot of people's favorite person in the house. Probably. um, Not my favorite. (laughs) Right. Exactly. She's very far from my favorite. Um, But I think that calling out those two people in particular, especially knowing they do have a final two and they're loyal to each other. It made sense. Um, Obviously, it wasn't enough to save her, but it made sense. I have to admit, though, like, I don't like Danny or Christmas. I don't. I just just don't. Um, But when, going back to when Tyler was talking to them one-on-one, and he was talking to Danny, she said, you know I'm not going after you. After they made that promise of not going after each other, Danny clearly tried to go after him. Yeah, she did. (laughs) 
So I just, I just laughed. I was like, what? Yeah. These he two doesn't all care. Season, these two all season have been saying one thing to the other person's face and saying the exact opposite. I think Tyler actually meant to stick to his word, but he knew Danny wasn't. And he's like, well, she's not going to, it's pointless. Might as yeah, well get exactly. her up before she gets me. I think Tyler was trying to, but she just made it difficult. And I do think evicting her was smart on yes, his part. To very be smart. I loved that when Danny was leaving, she hugged everyone except for Tyler and Christmas. Yeah. And then Christmas goes, I guess it's going to be personal. And Danny goes, guess it is, and walks out. And then Christmas goes, <laughs> Christmas goes, I knew she was in there, meaning like I knew that like, mean or evil danny was in there or whatever yeah um i loved it because i loved that christmas got like i don't know kind of she got her ass handed to her a little bit and i think she of course christmas is gonna make it all about her like yeah if Play she doesn't pity me, hug you pity on the way out, of course she's gonna be upset you voted to evict like you all voted to evict her she knows that you and Tyler are in the final two. She knows you had a hand in probably getting her out right now. She's upset. Like, let her be emotional. And, of course, Christmas is like, oh, it's going to be personal. Like, she literally just got evicted. Like, you can give her a hug later when you guys have had time to process Yeah, anything. like, it's fine for other people to have it, like, take it personal. But when it's Danny, like, why are you mad? Yeah. But she, um, Christmas just wants something to be mad about. I was just shocked that it took them that long to go after each other or to – kind of get to that point you know oh it was so annoying oh my gosh i'm surprised they they were able to hold it together that that's what long, i'm saying um it is like commendable in terms of gameplay but like you said it doesn't make for good tv at not all not at all like i would have wanted them to go after each other i would like watching that the last thing that Julie says to the house guests before the episode closes, which made me very sad, was that she basically confirmed that there will be no returning house guests this season and that one of the six people who are in the house now is going to win this season. Yeah. Which is depressing because I thought by, by some sliver of a miracle that maybe they would work out a way to do a battle back. But I just want Ian happen. back. Give me Ian, give me Devon, give me literally anyone back. Like, I just want something to happen to, like, shake this house up. Because, I want Kaser to come back. <laughs> oh, my God, bring Kaser back, bring Janelle back. Ugh. I think we should just throw the whole season away and start over. For real, just get a new cast. Exactly. <laughs> I, tweeted, I tweeted something last night, and it was basically like, I think we should just scrap the rest of the season and just do live feeds on the jury house. Yeah. And I think that that's the ideal scenario at this point like i just want to see what ian and davon are up to like you know the two of them probably weren't the closest inside the house they've had some time to bond in the jury house you're gonna toss kevin david and danny into the mix and danny's gonna stick out like a sore thumb i know right she's and i'm gonna love it (laughs) none of my friends are here so i guess i'll just hang out by myself i'm gonna love it I'm no, I think she so and excited. Davon will probably bond, though. I don't have too many other things I wanted to talk about in terms of feeds, just because I was so annoyed with the way this week was working out that I really didn't even watch feeds this week. I was just, like, so bummed that we had another predictable HOH, that David and Kevin were nominated to begin with, and that um, I found out that Dr. Will kind of spoiled the 
triple eviction. So I didn't really watch feeds all that much, but I will say one thing I did, did see was, um, Dr. Will tweeted, and I think I sent this to you, Christina. I can't remember. Makeup one. Yeah. So he, I thought it was hysterical. I read it to my mom and she was like, Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. I'll read it in case um, any of you guys didn't see it. But I guess he was getting a lot of comments about the way he looked. And we talked about it in the last episode about how he he looked very plastic. And he tweeted on September 28th, look, my makeup sucked on Big Brother. I'll fully admit that. It was 110 degrees and I was wearing a heavy robe. So they picked something that wouldn't run if I was sweating. Trust that I'm freakishly handsome or kiss my left nut. Shrug emoji. So funny. I was like, this guy is, he has not changed since he was on the show. Like, he just clearly has not. Um, (laughs) So I thought that was kind of funny, especially because he seems to be taking the comments in stride, which is nice. You like somebody who can, you know, take a joke, I guess. Do I think it was just the makeup that made him look a little crazy? Not necessarily. Um, It probably made him look worse, but I still think that he looks very plastic. So I guess moving forward, who... And now that we're down to six people, if you had to rank the house guests, not in terms of gameplay, but in terms of who you want to win. Okay. In order, how would you how would you say? Least want to win, I'd put Christmas. Oh, she's going in reverse order. Okay, here we go. Just because it's easier. Christmas last, then Memphis, then Cody, then uh then Nicole, I should say, then Cody. And then who the last two? Enzo oh, Tyler and Tyler. Ah, I kind of want Enzo to win, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's because no one would have seen it coming. Yeah, and I think I haven't minded Enzo. I actually kind of like. Yeah, no, Enzo. I like Enzo, Enzo now. Season. Me too, I like and him. I hate to say it because remember our first few episodes of the podcast, I was like, Enzo yeah. is annoying. I was like, he's going to be all boys, boys, boys this season. I'm not going to like him, and here I am. I love him. Yeah. And I wouldn't mind watching Tyler win either. I think Tyler, I think. So are they tied for you or is Enzo on the top? I think Enzo's at the top, but I wouldn't mind if Tyler won. Like I know it's not the most exciting season, but I genuinely think Tyler deserves it. I think he's a a nice person. I think he tries to be kind to everybody in the house. And I don't, I don't think he's really gone after individual people until Danny tried to screw him over, which he had no choice. Yeah, but I think Tyler, that would be nice of him to win, also. But just for entertainment's sake, and because like personal things aside, I think Enzo would be great to win. Yeah, agreed. All right, I think my list is almost the exact same as yours, to be honest. Um, so obviously, the person I want to win least is Memphis. <laughs> this is no surprise. Um, but Christmas is very close. Like I would almost say that Christmas and Memphis are on the same level for me. Like I don't want either of them to win. Yeah. But if I had to put it in an order, I would say Memphis is the one I want to win the least, then Christmas. And then Nicole and Cody are kind of on level playing field for me at this point. But if I'm, again, if I'm listing them out, I would go Memphis, Christmas, Nicole, Cody. Same, solely for the fact that she already won. Yeah, she already won, and she hasn't what, won any comps this season. Yeah, and I think that's what differentiates them on the list for me. Yeah, I agree. And then Tyler, and then Enzo. I am fully jumping in with two feet, rooting for Enzo right now. Same. He's the only person that I want to win. The yeah. rest, the rest, like, I would be fine if Tyler, Cody, 
or Nicole one, I guess. I, I don't want Nicole to win mem- again. I, like, that'd be such a waste to me. Not a waste. Like, she deserves to win, but, like, she already won. Let someone else win. Yeah. Like, I just, I just. No, I agree with that. But, yeah, I have to say those three I, I would just be kind of indifferent to. Christmas yeah. in Memphis, I'd be pissed. I'd be and happy if Enzo won and Tyler Enzo, I'd be happy. Again. Oh, yeah, I could, I could deal with that, too. But if the season is going, if the season's going to continue going the way it's going, with my luck, Christmas and Memphis are going to be in the final two. Let's just cross our fingers. That I would that think Cody's happen. in the final two. Yeah, I could see that. Either Nicole or Memphis. Yeah, I could see that too. What a long week, huh? I know, like the craziest, longest week. And somehow CBS managed to screw it up worse than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Moral of the story, CBS screws everything up. Mm-hmm. Moral yeah. of the story, never get your hopes up because it ain't going to work out in your favor. You know what I think the motto is for this season? Expect the expected. Oh, my God. That's very good. That's going to be the title of this episode. Expect the expected. <sighs> I can't. Oh, my gosh. Right before we, um, we jump off, I just wanted to mention, did you see the tweet? The girl who basically predicted everything before it happened. No. Let me see if I can find it. I think I retweeted it. I don't know what their name, like their Twitter is. I want to look. She's getting blown up on Twitter right now. I think it's in my likes. Let me, oh, I found it. Okay. What's her name? At O Big Brother. Like O-H? O-H, yeah. O-H Big Brother. And it's, um, her name's Katie. Oh, I see it. But she tweeted 22 hours ago. And this tweet has blown up. 22 hours ago, so at 11.13 a.m. yesterday, so before the episode, and also you can't edit tweets, like they're not editable at all, so this is legit. She tweeted not to be dark-sided. Another white man veto. Mm -hmm. She tweeted not to be dark-sided, but I'm so scared the triple is going to be like Kevin evicted, Memphis HOH, David and Nicole noms, Christmas veto not used, David evicted, Tyler HOH. Danny and Nicole noms. Another white man veto. Danny evicted. And that's literally exactly how it went. That's like nuts. That's like very specific. It's so scary. Yeah. And then she, she's she been tweeting since then. I saw something and she tweeted like, what did she say? OMG, my tweet is blowing up. I can't keep up, but the replies are sending me. I literally just wiped, typed out what I thought would be the most predictable. I am not a witch. Please do not burn me or report, or report <laughs> me to the FBI. And then she also wrote... I kind of want to take a guess on HOH just for shits and giggles, but I also don't want to get dragged. And then she wrote, I'm cracking up at my mentions. Just to clarify, I have zero ties to production. I am not a witch, demon, or an alien. I am so sorry for what I have done, Devon, for AFP. So, That's so funny. Oh, my God. Katie, I have to say I think she's probably a witch, but I will support her on the Devon for AFP front. Big psychic. She could be a psychic, yeah. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed. To join in on the discussion, use the hashtag #OBrotherPodcast on social media, and you can find me at It's Me Breely everywhere. And you can find me at Christina Jascott. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. See you later.